Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights he just wants to be heard whether it's the beat of the mic he feels so unlike everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know but no he knows the code it's not about the salary it's all about reality and making some noise making a story making sure his clicks coverage of the ncaa regionals is brought to you by bale chevrolet bud light jones and son fine jewelry edwards food giant homer's ace hardware and lion legal services yeah, it was good to see Justin Berger get two hits his last two at-bats in the tournament. They were both right-handed, He had, and those were tough at-bats. He fouled off a lot of pitches to get get something he could handle. Uh, you know, Wagner, he didn't have a, a good week. You know, I wish we could have got him in the lineup a week before, but, you know, we're, we're facing Vanderbilt, and they can really pitch, and they're tough at home. And he had a ball off the top of the wall there uh, that almost got out of the park, and then that was his only hit in three games, I think. And then, you know, he hit that laser grand slam out of the park that wasn't for that. We don't win win that game. Um, those are his two hits, and he's hit both of them hard. He's really improved since uh, as far as his bat speed it, because, you know, he had broke his thumb, and it's it's been bothering him. And had it looked at on Monday when we got back and every x-rays, everything said it's healed properly. He can't hurt it anymore. There is some pain still. I think that eased his mind a little bit, and uh, he swung it better in batting practice the last two days, and he swung it the last two weeks by a lot. So we'll see how that goes. And, you know, Jace, is he was real steady all year. Then he got super hot, and then uh, obviously the hit stopped coming. There were some balls that were hit hard, but on that six-game road trip, not much there. I think maybe a home run at Vandy, and that was the only ball he hit, really. In the, in the sixth game, he hit another ground ball hard at somebody. But, uh, you know, we've talked. And, uh, you know, he, he's got to relax a little bit. And there's always outside things, you know. You're talking about guys that are eligible for the draft. And there's all these, you know, this chit-chat and worry and things that drive coaches crazy. And I think we, we've got these guys – Hey, just just stay within in that locker room. You'll be fine. And they they've had good weeks. Hopefully, it'll it'll uh, it'll you know come out in the games and against live pitching. You never know. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires with locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires, they have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Yeah, we went over the numbers. That was Dave Van Horn talking about the top of the lineup, and hopefully they can get back on track here in the comfy confines of Baumwalker Stadium. Josenberger, 4 for 30. Um, Wagner's in a 2 for 22 slump, and, and Jace Borfin, our guy, who we're going to hear from in a second. Great year, 318 on the season, 14 long balls, but 3 of 37. Got one big hit in the SEC tournament, and he talked this week about turning the page to the postseason and kind of clearing his mind and that's something Dave Van Horn I'm sure is thinking about as well but here's Jason uh, getting ready for the regional and postseason baseball I think our mentality is really just going out there and taking pitch by pitch game by game you know you don't want to look past anyone especially in the postseason everyone's good everyone's got here for a reason um, you know we can't look forward to whoever down the road we have to play Santa Clara on Friday and that's really who we're focused on I think our chemistry is really good I think we're all kind of bought into uh, what the coaches are saying and so I think that if we just go out there play our game and just stay relaxed and just see this as a challenge you know I think we'll be fine coach talks about it all the time just in the postseason it's a new ball game new season you know you're zero zero with everyone so come back home getting to use our facilities getting to build your routines um, just getting in a groove of those things I think it's going to really help us 
um, in the postseason here. I mean, I think this is the toughest conference um, in the country. So playing all those teams, really just getting us prepared for postseason games. Um, none of these games in the postseason are easy. Doesn't matter who you're playing, you know. Uh, all the losses we've taken this year have only helped us to overcome the adversity that we might face here in the postseason. Yeah, last year was awesome getting to go to Oklahoma State. Um, but, you know, I'm looking really forward to the fans and the atmosphere here at Baumwalker. Um Last year it was cool because we were on the road, um, hostile environment. Um, it kind of felt like everyone was against us. And now we're going to have our fans on our side being loud as heck um, and just going to help us. Absolutely. Expect a great, great crowd today for Santa Clara and Arkansas. 130 pregame on the buzz and 2 o'clock first pitch in what will be a packed Bomb Walker Stadium or so we assume. we got the TCU Arizona game as a nightcap. This evening, winners and losers will face off tomorrow. We do have a pair of tickets to give away to the Sunday game, which we're all hoping will be the deciding game for Arkansas in uh, the regionals, and hopefully they can move on at that point. Uh, Arkansas will send Hunter Holland, one of their lefties, to the mound. Obviously, eight wins on the year, had a really good season. And Cole Kitchen is the right-hander who will go for the Broncos today. And he is the closest thing they've got to a starting ace. Had a little better year last year, but... 3-2 on the season, 4.25 ERA. He did lower his ERA a little bit from last year, but far fewer strikeouts and strikeout rate for him. Let's talk to Tom Murphy now on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline to get his thoughts on today. Tom, was good to see you for a little bit last night. Got a chance to watch a little NBA. And then uh, good to talk to you today. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Full of uh, ideas and information about what's going on this weekend, so I'm ready to roll. Well, then... Then puke it out for us on the air. Let's hear it. What kind of kind of information you got? Give me some insight, some intrigue, some tidbits heading into today's game with Arkansas and Santa Clara. Okay, that sounds great. And you know, I also want to talk to SEC meetings and stuff too when y'all when y'all re- yeah. get ready if you want to. But um, sure. yeah, you know, I, I had the sense that Hunter Holland would be the guy, and it was because he he was more used to starting on the first game. Um, he's uh, he's obviously better. He had a really good outing against South Carolina a few weeks ago. He finished up the LSU win, pitched very well, and uh, there's a bonus um, uh, to this in that Dave Van Horn mentioned yesterday he might be a guy who could come back on a Sunday or a Monday and give you some innings, whereas you know, in comparison to Smith, say. So, um, I kind of felt like that's what they do, and, it, and it's the decision they made. Um, I think it's a good one. They can come back with Smith tomorrow. Uh, if you win the game or even if you lose, you're playing a, a hot-hitting team in Arizona or TCU, and so you got Smith against them. But it's a good way to start the weekend, and I think they'd be really happy if they could get through today with, say, Hunter Holland and Will McIntyre and then maybe one other guy. But I think they'd really like to get through it with Holland and McIntyre. I think McIntyre would be kind of the guy you hope you get like a two-inning, three-inning save, potential save. Exactly. And then he also has shown the ability to come back twice. Mm-hmm. So let's just say, you know, he pitches two, three innings tonight. Um, he might be able to pitch for you Sunday night um, um, and then obviously be ready for Monday if you needed him then. So, you know, this is a kind of scenario where uh, I think Arkansas staff will be suited to to handle the weekend. Um even if they have to go an extra game. Um, but you might have to get, and Dave Van Horn said this yesterday, you know, Gage Wood is going to have to pitch well for us to win this, to, you know, to get through this thing. Um, and then who knows if you're going to need a Bobby, a Fouch, a Ledbetter, uh, you know, a few other guys. You know, you're going to want some innings out of Zach Morris. And obviously the biggest thing is to get some of the guys at the top of the order hitting. Because if some of those guys start coming around and, and, you, and say, Cali and, um, and, Peyton Holt hit kind of the way they have been, then you've got some depth to your order. Yeah, and that's the key because, Tom, this looks like a uh, – when you look at Arizona, uh, Santa Clara, and TCU, they have hitters. It may, they're here because they hit the ball. They're not here because they have these pitching staff. So I think this is a – and maybe Arkansas's pitching staff can shut them down and it, it becomes a moot point. But I think this is a regional where – I don't want to say like Stillwater last year because that was crazy, insane record numbers put up. But I think this is going to be a, a regional where you, you got to score to win. I, I mean, you got to score seven, eight, maybe nine runs. Yeah, 
that's the sense that there is. And the Santa Clara coach, Rusty Filter, great name, yeah. uh, said <laughs> yesterday, um, I heard this is an offensive ballpark. You know, I want to go see. And so um, you're right. They could wind up in some slugfest. And I wrote about it today, but this regional, uh, by various metrics, has rated it the hardest. I mean, if you took each, uh, right, basically the ranking of each seed, Oklahoma State is the toughest. But I think in, like, relative uh, um, momentum, uh, firepower, and all that, I think Arkansas's regional ranks is the toughest. I mean, and there's some pretty there's some pretty weak ones out there. Baton Rouge, for instance, and, and I think Auburn and Alabama both got some pretty, you know, not, not as tough regionals. Tom, you know, the one thing we have talked about a little bit, and there are some good teams in the opposing regional that Arkansas would face off if they can win here, but I would think in a super regional, I'm almost, you know, more comfortable with that matchup potentially than what they've got to maybe go through here in the regional in the first round. Yeah, I looked over Indiana State, and now I've forgotten who's in it, but, uh, you know, Indiana Iowa. State obviously has had a good year. Okay, well, <laughs> Let's I just mean, convince Indiana State's had a it. good year. Okay. You know, very well could be, and I haven't looked into them a lot. But yeah, you're right because Arkansas, if they win it, they would be at home. They've got a really good history in recent super regionals, both at home and on the road. And so, um, and then you know, you've only got a max of three games, and so that sets up well for their pitching staff. What do you think of Santa Clara, Tom? Um, I think they're scrappy. I, I love the kid who came in yesterday, the outfielder, uh, Michael O'Hara. And so um, he's a right fielder, and he said he likes to chirp, chirp with the fans, and he wants to hear that. You know, if he was in left field, I think he really would. Uh, <laughs> he'll, hear, he'll hear some of it in right field, but I don't know. They're, ha- they're really happy to be here. They're confident in, in who they are. And here's the thing. Uh, you called out uh, Kitchen's numbers. So three and two, not a lot of decisions. Um, that's because their bullpen is so tough. So what they'd really like to do is get five innings out of him and be in the game. Say, say it's a four to three game, and then Hales, that Skyler Hales, who's hit a hundred on the radar this year, and their other pitcher whose name starts with an H, those two guys are their studs, uh, you know, and they might have to use them to get a win in, in this regional. But if they're tight and the bullpen comes in the game for them in the fifth, sixth inning, that's where Arkansas's danger zone lies. Tom, they haven't uh, been in the NCAA. Uh, tournament in 26 years. They they haven't seen yep. a crowd like this. Uh, I think their home attendance was 9,000 total. There'll be more than that there today. How do you think this team holds up? Because you said they're happy to be there. Uh, are they just happy to be there? Well, they think they can win a game. And um, it was interesting. Some of their administration was in the interview room yesterday. I mean, this is a big deal for Santa Clara baseball. And I, I think with the with, with that audience in the room, Rusty Filter said, you know, we've gotten a lot of support from our administration, and then this this program is going in the right direction. Uh, I mean, they did blow through the WCC tournament. They do have some pitching depth. Uh, they've got some hitters, too. I mean, they got a bunch of guys hitting 300. So uh, they could be dangerous. It's like, it's like New Jersey Institute of Technology a few years ago. If you all remember, they jumped on mm-hmm. Caleb Bolden. They got the lead, and Arkansas had to use Kevin Copps in that game. And that wound up being a regional where Nebraska beat them in, you know, the uh, elimination game, and, and Arkansas had to go one more game. Um, and then, you know, you had the Charlie Welch home run, and, and I've been seeing that meme or whatever you want to call it lately. Uh, that raises goosebumps on your yeah. arms when you hear the crowd on that home run. All right. Wes, unless you got anything else for baseball, is going to move on. Yeah, Arizona and uh, TCU, look at, just quickly at that game. I was looking at Arizona. I, I don't know how they got in the NCAA tournament, honestly, uh, except for their run in the Pac-12 tournament, making it to the championship game. I think they were 12-18 and 18 in the Pac-12. I mean, I, 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 I'm just um, – I think TCU you should. It. Yeah, I am. honestly, I am. I, I don't know why Arizona's in this in the in the tournament, uh, but <laughs> TCU, I, I think it could be a challenge. I think TCU gets a. I'll, I'll say this: it would not surprise me for Arkansas to win, TCU to win, and then Santa Clara to beat Arizona. Wow, you know, I, I don't know, but TCU certainly is a team that can hit it. They like to steal bases and put pressure on people. Uh, they had a lull in the middle of the season. You know, they they stomped Arkansas in game two and won some more games after that. And then they had a lull, and it had to do with pitching. They got behind in games. Talked to Kirk Sarlos about this yesterday. And then down the stretch, they got hot again. Uh, and they, they blasted some people in the Big 12 tournament. And, you know, Kansas State, Kansas, 
Um, I think Oklahoma, they, 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 Oklahoma State. I mean, they, uh, they really beat some people. And so, in relative um, strength of uh, in fuego, they're they're way up there. And I think Arkansas fans will be very much, um, you know, if they're in the winners bracket game tomorrow night, that's a danger game to them. Um, so. But Arizona, they, they got hot in the Pac-12 tournament at the right time, and they, they had some huge scoring games, too. They they won a game 21-20 to at Stanford a few weeks ago, and that, that was part of the hot streak that they're on. Uh, they were about 46 in RPI, and so them being in the very last bracket, you know they were sweating bullets, and that's why you saw the reaction on the, the selection show when they got picked. That They kind of got in under the wire, and yeah, I think if you were going to make some arguments, they're certain teams that you know felt like they got jobbed and, and it would have been at the expense of Arizona, but you can't count them out because uh, they're they're hot right now. Yeah, I mean, and listen to this score. I was looking back through their scores, and and we were talking about with Santa Clara. Santa Clara's had some explosive offensive games, just ridiculously mm-hmm. high. And again, you got to consider who you're playing against. But they had a stretch here in mid-April where they went 14, these are all wins, 14-8, 20 to nothing over a ranked Arizona State team. These are conference games, so again, it's not like you're pitching off. 14-9 against uh, Utah, 19-2 against Utah, 9-5 against Utah, and then they scored 11 runs in their next game against New Mexico. I mean, they have gotten some games where they've gone nuts, and Tom uh, alluded to the 21-20 game in another conference game on the road at Stanford. And, uh, yeah, they've been a high-scoring team in, in the conference tournament. No no different. They scored over 10 runs in every game except for the game they lost to Oregon 5-4. So, I mean, it's uh, – mm-hmm. I, I just I – think, I think all three of these teams Arkansas potentially will play as uh, pretty offensively. You know, there's some offensive prowess there for these, these teams when you look at the numbers. Yeah, no doubt at all. And that's why it's a dangerous regional for Arkansas. And, you know, it, their recent regional history has been really good, but, you know – They've uh, they've lost some home regionals, a number of them over the years. So it's not out of the question that you know they could get overwhelmed here. And I think, um, as I said in the in my opening remarks, uh, if you can, can get Josenberger and you can get Wagner and Borfin hitting the ball some, then you know. I mean, it takes pressure off the guys who are like in the Slavin and Cali uh, role. And of course, you know Kendall Diggs did okay in the tournament, but um, he could stand to be hotter too. And and if you mm-hmm. if you can add Diggs to that mix. Um, that's where Arkansas will be at its uh, most dangerous. Let's talk about the SEC meetings here, Tom. And the eight or nine thing obviously was the main point of contention, and eventually they decided to stay with eight for the you know foreseeable future, which won't be too long, we don't think. Um, and then eventually going to go away, I guess next year, go away from divisions, which I think we've all been on board with for a pretty long period of time, and that should benefit Arkansas in the long run. What do you think about the way all that shook out? Well, it seemed to me that there was this momentum going into this that if they could not get more money out of the ESPN contract for adding a game, uh, that there was enough teams like Arkansas and I think Kentucky and there was, you know, several more to South Carolina, you know, the middle ground type teams that were like, well, why, why add another conference loss if we're not going to get more money out of this? And then we can resolve and, and get to nine games later. And I just thought it was hilarious. I read a lot about this, but some of the reporting on it, the headlines were like, uh, SEC decides to remain at eight games, lagging way behind other conferences. And then, um, uh, and you're like, oh, okay. So Georgia smokes PCU 65 to seven. And if Sam Pittman said this in uh, Destin, if, if it ain't broke, why fix it? They're winning championships. They should not give a rip that the rest of the conferences uh, are mad or frustrated that they haven't added a ninth game. It's a it's an extra degree of difficulty. And at some point, when the playoff expands then you probably want to go to nine. And um, I think a reporter asked Greg Sankey yesterday about, uh, you know, I'm not going to say it was a snarky question, but just, you know, you know, the rest of the leagues are at nine. You know, why, why are you deciding to do this? And his response was, like, if this is, you know, if, if it's a knee-jerk thing is how you re- react, you would not be a very good conference commissioner. And so uh, uh, the <laughs> SEC, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of the boss on the block. And they, they're kind of playing a waiting game with ESPN. And I think when it all shakes out, they'll get a bigger contract and they'll get, they'll go to nine games. And when the playoff expands, they'll be in prime position. They're not going to fall behind any curve, you know, to, to put teams into the playoff. Maybe the other what leagues need to go to eight games. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe the, well, 
it looks like they're set on nine right now. And, you know, the SEC will eventually get there, but there was a lot of, um, there would have been a lot of having to cancel contracts for 2024 had, um, had they tried to shoehorn something in where they, where they went to nine. And, and Arkansas's got, uh, a, I think the Notre Dame game, uh, excuse my, you know, I'm not looking at the schedule, but Oklahoma State's yeah. in 24 and, they want to keep these games on the schedule. So right. uh, now that saves them, saves a bunch of conference teams from having to cancel games in 2024. The, the, the motto in the league, Tom, is not we play more. The, the motto is it just means more. So if you've got eight games that mean more, you don't have to play nine. It's enough already. <laughs> get, I get it. And a, lot of, a lot of people just whine about uh, um, Alabama playing Mercer or you know Arkansas playing Missouri State or something. You know, when you go through the grind that you do in the SEC, you need those kind of games. And Arkansas struggled with Missouri State last year, and, you know, they've lost games to North Texas and Western Kentucky in recent years. Um, uh, so uh, for, for the teams like Arkansas, Kentucky, and all that need, you know, all the wins they can get to get bowl eligible and stuff, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Look, everybody does it. Every, you know, we act like the SEC is so much different than everybody else. Um, Michigan, with all due respect to the pigskin, they play a hard schedule. The, end, the the Big Ten is a very good football league. We know that. They're going to play Ohio State. They're going to play Penn State. But they open with East Carolina. They get UNLV, and they get Bowling Green. They're all home games, okay? I mean, everybody's playing cupcakes outside a conference. There's nothing wrong with it. And when you're in a really good conference and you're going to play really good teams and you happen to be in a really good division like Michigan or other teams like Arkansas has been in the uh, SEC West all these years, then I don't see any issue with it, honestly. And I know the fans would rather see these you know, these uh, these bigger opponents, but it's like, how, wouldn't you rather see your team win a, a higher number of games? That's what I'm kind of looking at. <laughs> yeah. Bingo. So. I mean, and it's just it's just fodder for people to, to complain about, but the SEC is going to do what it does, and it's uh, it's been doing quite well in, in the way it operates. Tom, what do you think about their, uh, the, the uh, maybe calculations that they're going to use, the data that they're going to use to decide the eight opponents uh, for each team in 2024? Well, I haven't seen any of it. If, if it's out there, then I need to read up on that today. Um, but uh, if you've been tracking things over the years, it seems like Arkansas always winds up with like a road game at Florida or a road game at Georgia when they add a game. So I guess you could count on um, the Missouri game that year, which uh, 2024 would be a road game. And then um, I don't know. It, it, it will be interesting. I think they will probably add Oklahoma or Texas, and uh, maybe they maybe they can drop one of the, the big powerhouses. I, w- I wouldn't want to see them drop uh, LSU, but, hey, not playing Alabama one year, that'd be okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know what metrics they're going to use, but uh, you can bet Arkansas will not have the easiest conference schedule. Yeah, I was telling the guys, I had held on to this. I just threw it away, but I had held on to this piece of paper since 2014, and it was the future schedules for for uh, Arkansas, and it was the the team they would play that was going to rotate from the east, and they were slated in 24 to play Kentucky and 25 to play Vanderbilt. Well, I think that's probably all out the window now with the <laughs> reshuffling, unfortunately. So they had, you know, you, you go to Georgia a couple times, you get Tennessee a couple of times, and now your chance to lighten the load, and all of a sudden, like, now nah, we're reshuffling the deck, boys. Sorry. <laughs> It, it always seems to work out that way. I mean, there's this running thing. I think Arkansas played at Florida. This will be the third time this year since the last time they played at, at Bandy. I mean, it just seems to be the way it goes. And I really think the COVID year, Arkansas, the, the conference dealt Arkansas a really uh, raw deal. Uh, adding the, the road game at Georgia. Uh, mm-hmm. or you know, I guess it was they added a home game against Georgia in 20, the COVID year. But they just got a raw deal, and I think that was the year they got sent to Florida, too. Those were the two Florida, bonus right. things for Arkansas. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, listen, if you're going to kick me in the groin, you might as well kick me twice. That's the way I look at it. What the heck? Uh, <laughs> all right, Tom, I, I appreciate you, buddy. Enjoy the game today. I know you guys are going to be busy. It was great hanging out with you and Bob last night. I appreciate you guys making the time, and uh, it was a pleasure to be in your backyard, and look forward to seeing you up at the at the ballpark today. You bet. I enjoyed it last night, too. We'll, we'll see you at uh, Bomb Walker, man. Take care. Sounds good. See you, Tom. Right, Tom Murphy. From the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and Whole Hog Sports. Take a break. It's 11.30. And we have something coming up after the break, boys. Am I missing something? You're not missing anything. That's good. That's a change of pace, isn't it? Hmm. Um, why don't we do uh, Champs and Chumps after the break? Does that sound good? Okay. All right. We'll do that coming up. It's brought to you by our friends at Everbowl. 
They're going to be up in the studio again here soon. Philip Martin's going to be with us in the final hour, and Quinn Groby's going to stop by. And by stop by, I mean he's going to come back to work. He's running around uh, doing stuff here on game day. But uh, we are here at the Razorback Foundation, just next to Bomb Stadium. So a great location for us. John Neighbors has been running around as well, and I think he's out hanging out with some fans right now, getting some, some video with some of the uh, hog pen folks and some of the tailgaters who are getting ready for the big game today. As we mentioned yesterday, we talked to Zach for a period of time from Oakland. You can wager on the Razorback game today. And, oh, by the way, the uh, the run uh, wagers are up now, too, and I haven't looked at it. But the bottom line is you go to oaklandsports.com or you set yourself up on the app for Android or Apple, and you can get yourself squared away. Go to oaklawn.com for all the information about upcoming shows. Of course, you can always go to Pops. They've got live music every weekend, 24-7 smoke-free casino. And at oaklawn.com, you can also book your hotel room, and you can find out more about the spa and, of course, all the great dining options as well. So uh, let me look here real quick, guys. I'll tell you, Arkansas-Santa Clara, Arkansas favored by two-and-a-half runs, but it's still minus 157. Hmm. Outright, Arkansas is minus 400. Hmm. So depending on how much you want to... uh, Wager there. If you fill in an upset, Santa Clara plus 265. Wes, you obviously have no respect for Arizona. So you <laughs> might as well wager against them. Let me give you the numbers there. Yes. Um, this is at Oaklawn. Uh, TCU to win the game is minus 150. Arizona's plus 115. It's a minus one and a half for TCU. So if you're willing to give up a run and a half, oh, yeah. you get it at plus 120. Love it. Wes? Love that. Yeah, I think that's actually the bet of the day here in this regional for sure. So, um, anyway, all those are online at Oaklawn Sports. They don't have run differential or run bets for uh, for everybody, for every game, but they do for the, the games here. So, there you go. By the way, uh, A&M, minus 200 against Cal State Fullerton, and theirs is minus one and a half runs, too, at plus 104. So, again, you bet 100, win 104, but you got to give up a run and a half. So, if you're feeling good about A&M, I just want to know if they're throwing that, that slider dude again. If they are, I'll definitely ride them for some money today. But uh, anyway, it's a fun way to get into it this weekend if watching the games isn't enough for you. It is in Oaklawn. It is Arkansas's only racing casino resort. We'll take a break. It's 1133. Champs and Chumps coming up. Brought to you by Everbowl after this. don't already have the Bet Saracen Sports Wager app? Download it today from the app stores or go to BetSaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. This is SportsCenter. The Nuggets took Game 1 of the NBA Finals, beating the Heat comfortably 104-93. They did that despite shooting just 8 of 27 from 3. Nikola Jokic had 27 points, 10 rebounds, and 4 assists in the win. For Miami, Jimmy Butler had just 13 points, while Max Struess, Caleb Martin, and Duncan Robinson combined to shoot just 2 for 23 from the field. Game 2 will be on Sunday at 7 p.m. on ABC. And Arkansas baseball will get started in the NCAA tournament today as they host the Fayetteville Regional. They'll play the Santa Clara Broncos, who won the West Coast Conference. Arkansas will start Hunter Holland, who's 8-2 with a 4.06 ERA, while Santa Clara will send out right-hander Cole Kitchen, who is 3-2 with a 4.25 ERA. First pitch is set for 2 p.m. Coverage can be heard starting at 1.30 on The Buzz. I'm Christian Weaver with The Buzz Radio Network. Attention, Arkansas business owners and nonprofits. I'm Stan Mellar from Pinnacle Global. Call us and let's discuss your employee retention tax credit eligibility. We'll take all the risk and handle everything for you. Don't miss this opportunity to potentially receive financial benefits. Contact me, Attorney Stan Miller, at Pinnacle Global today at 501-352-9497. Remember, it costs you nothing to apply. Call 501-352-9497 and unlock the benefits you deserve. Hey, I'm Joseph Pena with the Arkansas basketball team. Great news. Bell and & Sword and Conway has everything for that. Belts, cufflinks, wallets, colognes. Cool and colorful happy socks, U of A and UCA polos, swim trunks, sport coats, shirts, summer slacks, and shorts. Remember, Bell and Sword is the only men's store in Central Arkansas with Taylor on staff. Bell and Sword, 1016 Oak Street in Conway, on Facebook and Instagram. This is for the men who never settle, the ones who miss the fairway all day and still pull out the big stick, the type of guys who will always prefer to be behind the grill than in front of the camera, and the men who never let their friends forget about a high school nickname. This is the Lodge mentality. This 
is Twin Peaks. Don't have to settle for a single TV. With more TVs, bigger screens, plus our fabulous scenic views, there's more to watch at Twin Peaks. When the game goes into overtime. But... The game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Come on, man. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Give us a call at 661-1037. Now, back to the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Don't call it a comeback. Hi there, 11.36, time for champs, time for chumps, let's get to it, we welcome you back. Wes, uh, anything you want to tell us about before we dive in on that? No, I'm good right now. Are you having lunch? No. No, I ate ate during the top of the hour break quickly. Oh my gosh, who are you? I left for one day and you become a different person? I know. I I mean, I can tell you Texas Tech has beaten UConn one to nothing in the top of the second, and Virginia is beating Army six to nothing in the bottom of the first. Why don't start for Virginia six nothing bottom of the first? Army, remember Army? That was that good team that came to uh, uh, Fayetteville and gave Arkansas a heck of a game. Kendall Diggs hit a three-run home run late to win that game. I do remember that game absolutely. Um, Yeah, it's. uh, I forgot that the games were starting so early today. That's right. Good, good, uh, good reminder there. So. Let's, uh, before we do Champs and Chumps, real quick, I want to remind everybody, if you're driving up this way, you're listening to the show, or you're not, doesn't matter. Uh, I hope you're listening to us, wherever you are. But, um, listen, I want you to buckle up, be safe out there. I saw, man, I saw a couple of nasty wrecks, I hate to say, on uh, 40 on the way up here yesterday. So, I'm hoping everybody had their seatbelt on, but it, there was a couple of frantic uh, people running around there on the opposite side of the interstate. But, uh, scary stuff, man, you never know. And uh, saw a truck with a trailer that lost a tire that had to pull off on the side of the road. I mean, again, things happen quickly when you're going 75 miles an hour. So buckle up, folks. Seatbelt use saves nearly 15,000 lives a year, and someday that could include you or someone you love. So you buckle up and make sure that everybody in the car does as well before you put that sucker in drive. Keep your folks safe. Keep yourself safe. Click it or ticket every trip, every time. Champs and Chumps is brought to you by Everbowl, providing Kraft superfoods, Asahi bowls, and smoothies that fuel for an active and evolved healthy lifestyle. Located in the Pleasant Ridge Shopping Center in West Little Rock, next to Santo Coyote. Quickly, my champ is a guy named Joseph Newgarden. You probably don't know him if you don't follow racing, and I really don't, but I thought it was uh, interesting. It was his first Indy 500 win on Sunday, and he won a record 3.666, that seems unlucky, $3.666 million, the biggest win of his career, obviously, and his first Indy 500, so congratulations to him. Uh, The total purse was over $17 million and broke last year's mark by over a million. So I don't watch open-wheel racing. I don't watch any NASCAR for the most part either. But a lot of people are apparently because there's a ton of money involved. My chump this week, and I hate to do it to him because I love the kid and I'm rude for him in the NBA anyway, but I hate to see stuff like this where Jordan Walsh takes a shot at his former school on the way out the door to the NBA. If you missed the quote, he said, once I get out of Arkansas, uh, I'm now in a position where I don't have handcuffs on me. I'm able to shoot and make plays for people. I have that flexibility to show that I can do all those things. I was stuck in a role, but now they see the real Jordan. Yeah, his role was to play really good defense and to cause havoc for the other team and to make some shots when he was open, which he didn't do on a regular basis. And I hope that improves because I think we all think he's got a big upside. And he seems like a good kid, but I hate to see him take a shot. It serves no purpose to take a shot at Arkansas on your way out the door. It really doesn't. If you want to tell teams that privately, that's fine. If you want your agent to communicate that, that's okay. But for you to take a shot at the program seems... It's dumb, and I'm not saying it just because it's Arkansas. I would say that for any kid. There's no upside there. Take the high road, but you can tell them privately, look, I feel like I'm a lot better than I got a chance to show at Arkansas because of what they do and how they do it. Hmm. Is the 
Champ of the week, Tennessee Lady Vols. Man, they were bashing the ball yesterday against Alabama. Scored 10 runs, move on to the next round. Uh, like seeing that kind of offense at the uh, Women's College World Series softball tournament. Chump of the week. Um, I'm very disappointed in the uh, the networks not picking up a two o'clock game middle of the afternoon. SEC Network. What do you got? What do you got to show at two o'clock? How about the number three team in the country or number three seed in the country that plays in your conference? Just kind of surprised that. Uh, some mid-afternoon baseball is not on TV when they've got all these channels, especially the SEC Network. Well, which one of these games are on TV? I haven't even looked at the, the schedule because I don't want to be there. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look at the TV schedule and see who they are showing. You know, it is on ESPN+, Plus, and you're Mr. Like, It's Okay. You're Mr. Uh, streaming. It's all the same nowadays. What happened to that? There's nothing on at 2 o'clock on the SEC Network. I guess they don't want to nope. preempt Fine Bomb. Is that it? They don't. Well, the SEC Network doesn't have rights to the regionals, Wes. No, they're showing some games. Where? Uh, late. And I think the TV they're showing... I'm looking at, the TV schedule I'm looking at is all ESPN channels. I didn't know that they had them. So, I didn't I didn't think they had rights to, to regional games. I wouldn't have thought they did. Maybe I saw something wrong, but I, I thought I saw an 11 o'clock game on the SEC Network and then like a, a 8 o'clock game, a late game on the SEC Network. You might be right. I'm just looking at the Democrat Gazette TV listings. It doesn't show any SEC scores. I would have thought maybe for regionals they don't they don't have the rights to it. But I'll look. Uh, I'm going to give a champ to Monty Williams. I like him a lot, and yes. he secured a six-year, seventy-eight and a half million dollar contract, the largest coaching deal in NBA history to coach the Pistons, um, and also with incentives that can push to over a hundred million dollars. Um, pretty insane money for a coach, but. I mean, in the long run, it doesn't count towards your cap or anything, so why does it matter? Uh, also, he's owed, I think, $20 million from the Suns over the next three years, so he, he got cashed in pretty big in this offseason. And uh, my Wes, chump... I'm sorry, go ahead. You can continue. Oh, I was just going to say real quick, you're right. There are a couple of SEC Network games. Vanderbilt, Eastern Illinois at 7 o'clock is on, and then there's a game, the game on right now. Ball Kentucky. State, Kentucky's on there. And ACC Network actually has a couple of games, too. But, yeah. yeah, to your point, like... I don't know why we don't have... Uh, you're right. That's a good so point. Long, He's playing right now. Yeah. And the Longhorn Network there's is showing no, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. And there's But there's <clears> nothing <throat> in that 2 o'clock slot on the SEC Network. Yeah. You're right. So I don't know why there wouldn't be. Um, my chunk... Right, go ahead. Sorry, Chris. I was actually going to give it to people that were overblowing the Walsh comment. So that's... Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I feel like there's a lot of freshmen that probably feel like they were put in a role in college. And even Anthony Black did an interview that I watched the other day that he's... They asked him, you know, what can you do at the next level that you weren't able to do in college or weren't allowed to do? And he said, uh, I'll show at the next level that I can shoot because Musk didn't allow me to shoot. So, okay. Um, leave, leave off the because the Musk handcuff. didn't let me shoot and, and leave off. Yeah, you can say I'm going to be a better player in the NBA because I didn't get to show it in college. But you don't have to, like just, Justin said, you don't have to trash your I'm former sure, team or your former coach. I'm sure he didn't have any ill will towards Arkansas or Moss, but I, I don't know. I don't know. But I personally... the handcuffed you. I mean, that's pretty negative. I mean, there's a negative connotation there, Christian. You can't sugarcoat that. It makes me wonder a little bit because he's such good friends with Ron Holland. Did he play a role in Ron Holland going to the G League instead of coming to Arkansas? I'm wondering. I don't know. I, I'm just wondering out loud. But, I mean, the whole way it seemed like everyone was saying that he was torn in terms of, you know, coming back or going to the NBA. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, he had ill will towards Arkansas, why would he be torn at all? Why would he not just come out immediately yep. and say, I'm going to the I'm NBA? I'm going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, d- I didn't like it. I think it's unnecessary. I think it could be phrased better. And I know he's young, but it sounds like you, again, you're trying to, like, prove something and it's unnecessary. Like I said, if you want to say it privately, it's fine. I'm not, like, freaking out. I didn't say I hate the guy now. I just thought it was unnecessary. I think it's stupid. So, I don't know. Well, we can agree to disagree. And maybe I'm blowing it out of proportion, but I don't think so. But why would I? <laughs> um, anyway. I, I think both, which, yeah. I mean, I said this in December. I think both Anthony Black and Jordan Walsh will play better in the NBA because, well, they're on an offense that has modern spacing. So, it's I hard think to have that, spacing when you don't have any jump shooters. And yeah. your best two shooters are out, you know? Yeah. 
And yeah, you got another so, shooter on the bench you don't feel great about defensively. So. I think in some ways both were held back, but mostly just because of roster construction and injuries. <laughs> exactly. I don't think it was design. I think it was just that they didn't have guys that could spread the floor. So, anyway. All right, let's uh, let's hit our break here. It's 11.45. We'll come back in a second. And John Neighbors just returned from uh, hanging out with some of these lunatics. So maybe we'll get him on for just a second here. we got some more sound from SEC meetings as well. Trey Schaff doing a great job. John got some more with... Uh, Coach Van Horn, too. So we got an update. He's feeling good or better about Gage Wood. And we'll see what he thinks about that as well as comments about Holland and the decision on his uh, on his starter for today's game. Every day at Oakline offers live entertainment. You got the Pops Lounge. Net, the fun never stops at Oakline. You can play over 1,500 slot machines, 30 tables, blackjack, craps, roulette. Check out all the... P- Promotions at oakline.com. Headliner, got some great entertainment coming to Oakline. Randy Hauser, June 9th. Chris Jansen, July 2nd. Ricky Skaggs and the Kentucky Thunder, July 14th. The Four Tops, August 25th. And the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band on September 10th. Tickets on sale right now at oakline.com. While you're at oakline.com, you can book a weekend destination. A trip to Oakline, stay at the hotel, go to the casino, the spa, the restaurants. Great food, great fun at Oakline. It is your summer destination in Hot Springs. It's Oakline. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Brewskies is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Pub Pole Trivia just added to Fridays at 7 p.m. with karaoke and J.J. Wilson, the DJ, from 9 p.m. till close tonight at Brewski's, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See shelter agents Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Todd Session in Moralton, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Okay, outdoor summer cocktail party fit check. I've got a hot pink and orange bodycon dress paired with vintage sneakers. It'll definitely attract attention, but not from mosquitoes. Because I'm wearing it with off clean feel for eight gorgeous hours of not sticky, fragrance-free protection. So I can sip, socialize, and flirt out there in the wild with absolutely unshakable confidence. Get your pre-party protection on with off clean feel. SC Johnson, a family company. Season two of the podcast Betrayal features an all-new story of deceit featuring a suburban mom and her husband's horrifying secret. It's a true crime tale of one mother's fight to find justice for her daughter and protection from a predator that's too close to home. I know his secret. I instantly was terrified. Then he just started calling me off the hook and texting me and I wouldn't respond. And I was like, he's going to kill me. Listen to Betrayal Season 2 wherever you get your podcasts. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. You're back in the zone, live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network and online at 1037thebuzz.com. Holding me back, gravity's holding me back. 
Increasingly cloudy skies in Fayetteville at the Razorback Foundation. Quinn Grovey will join us in the final final hour. We'll talk to him about uh, scheduling with the SEC. We've got our entertainment report brought to you by Bell & Sward. Birthday trivia brought to you by our friends at uh, LA's Mexican Grill in Moralton. And by the way, if you're coming up here, you might as well pop in there. You better hustle, though, if you're at LA's right now. Because the game starts in just over two hours. So. Uh, anyway, looking forward to seeing a lot of folks here today. And we do have one more pair of hog pen tickets. And Christian and I were struggling. We were trying to get tickets to this our winter from yesterday. But I've got a pair of hog pen tickets, courtesy of our buddy John Mark Goings, uh, that we will pass on to one lucky winner. I guess we can do it for birthday trivia today. So if you want to uh, stick around, we'll tell you when to call for that and get you squared away on that final pair of hog pen tickets. These are for Sunday night. So you could be potentially at the game where Arkansas Closes it out and advances to the Supers. So that could be a big one. A um, couple of notes here, guys. And then we can hear from Dave Van Horn. Um, referee Eric Lewis will not be working the upcoming NBA Finals for the first time in years. They think he might have been working a private Twitter account that talked about um, officiating. And so he is basically suspended for the time being. He's in his 19th year. It's not quite you know, the Tim Donaghy scandal. But it is interesting it's going to keep him out. So, Also, Tom Brady yesterday shutting down Raiders speculation. He says, I am officially retired for good. I'm certain I'm not playing again. So anybody who had hopes of him buying the Raiders or getting a piece of the Raiders and then playing for the Raiders, not going to happen. At least according to Tom today. Yeah, he said he was pretty adamant. Yeah, that sounded like he was pretty convinced that he was not going to play again. So I'll take his word for it. If you want to join us, 661-1037. We also have uh, our first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line wide open if you want to get at us that way. And we are also available, of course, through Asher Wrecker Live Fan Feedback. And, again, if you're heading up here, I hope you don't need Asher Wrecker services. But if you do, they are the place. Jeremy says on Asher Wrecker Live Fan Feedback, the SEC announcement of an eight-game schedule translates to no Texas on our schedule. What do you guys think? I think it will be very short-lived, and there will be a nine-game schedule soon, and Arkansas will be playing Texas soon enough. Ashton says, who is the entire who in the entire regional field that's not a top 16 seed host has the best chance at making a run in the tournament and winning it all? That's a great question. That would have been a good question of the day. Hmm. What do you guys think of the top 16, outside the top 16, who do you like? Uh, I'd go with like a, a, yeah, an Ole Miss from last year, like a, a Tennessee. We know Tennessee is talented. They've got pitching. They've got hitting. They just haven't put it together. Uh, it's going a little bit out on the limb. Maybe Texas A&M, uh, the way they play at the SEC tournament, if they're pitching, and that's been the question mark all season long has been their pitching. They've been able to hit the ball, uh, but their pitching came together at the SEC tournament. If they can continue to pitch like that, yeah, I'd, I'd say Texas A&M, even though it's the Stanford region. I'll throw you a wild card. West believes in Florida, and I don't doubt Florida. Mm-hmm. But Texas Tech or, or UConn out of their theirs is pretty good, and I don't think either one of those teams have to worry about playing Florida A and M and losing in the second game. So even a team that might come through the losers bracket might be a tough matchup. And the other team that's kind of a, a wild card. How about this one? South Carolina Regional. How about the Campbell Camels? Hmm. That'd be a great story. Hmm. Love to see them advance. Uh, Max says, can you fix your app? Every time we play hit play, it starts two-minute ad, and then if you are mid-show and not on commercial break, it is very annoying. i got to be honest, Max. Uh, you might want to just delete it and reload it because I literally listened to it from Little Rock all the way up here yesterday for, I don't know, probably two and a half hours when I wasn't on the phone, and I never had a single issue with it. So try uh, make sure you got the latest version of it. I listened uh, this morning in the gym and never had one issue. Okay. Sorry that you're having problems with it, though. Uh, we've got a little more from Dave Van Horn. You got a caller on, Christian, we want to get to? If somebody wants to get He's on. talking to him right He's now. Okay. No, it, I think this yeah. is for something else. Some, somebody wants to win tickets right now. Yes, so I think you're right. Yeah. Gun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, how about, I was um, letting him know that we don't do that until later. 
Gotcha. Let's talk Dave Van Horn here, and he's got uh, his thoughts on Hunter Holland. Obviously, he had a lot of options. Here's how he decided or what he decided on as far as starting pitcher, and, and I'm hoping he explain a little bit why. Dave, you probably know the first question. Go ahead, Tom. That, who, who you got? We'll go with Hunter Holland. Been starting, starting most of the game ones for us all year, and uh, we just like where he's at, so we're going to give him the ball. All right, well, that's pretty short and sweet. Now, I, I was going to say, um, Rusty Filter, the uh, Santa Clara head coach. Uh, no one yeah. ever said anything about it, but he uh, he said uh, he, that he knew Arkansas was going to pitch uh, Hunter Holland. That this is a guy who pitched uh, a lot of Sundays for him, and he was trying to use that as motivation for his team that Arkansas is pitching off and using a guy who hmm. pitches Sundays for him. I was like. No, Coach. He started more Friday night games or game ones than anybody else on the staff. Now, uh, was there a, a time he pitched a Sunday? Yeah, at the beginning of the year. But, no, he's been pretty much their game one starter for the majority of the season. He made more starts than anybody else on the staff. Right. Uh, so, no, I, 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 I think mean, look, he's just trying to use no that as motivation. That, there's no debating that, you know, our guys are their ace, but... I mean, Hunter Holland's a 1A almost. He was the SEC the Pitcher of the Week. Any pitcher on the staff. Three weeks ago, remember? Yeah. A complete game, one-run ga- game against South Carolina. It was the best outing of any pitcher on the staff all year. Yeah, he's he's certainly more than capable. But, yeah, I mean, Hagan Smith's the A. So, I, I mean, if you want to use that as motivation, fine. But I guarantee you Hunter Holland's as good as anybody they face this year. That's a good point. With all due respect. Yeah, that's a very good point. I hadn't thought about it that way. Uh, Gage Wood, also apparently returning to form, according to Dave Van Horn. Excited about having him sort of back and available for the weekend. You know, he threw a great bullpen the other day. And, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting. He'd been so good, and then, you know, it didn't go good there, his last three outings, and you're kind of like, what what happened? And uh, we feel like he's back on track. And, uh, and this game, sometimes, it's so mental. It's... You know, you just let everything get in your head and bother you. And next thing you know, you, you can't hit, you can't feel, you can't throw strikes. And sometimes you get off to the side a little bit, you regroup and slow the game down, and you're back in there again. So uh, we got to have him. If we're going we're gonna to get through this thing and have a chance to play after this weekend, we've got to have him. He's going to be out there. Let's go, Gage. Let's go, Gage. All right, entertainment news, birthdays coming up. Tickets to the Arkansas baseball game Sunday. Hopefully they're playing in that late game to claim a championship here in the regional. So we'll do that coming up. And then uh, Quinn Groby, 1230 today. Visit with him a little bit about what's happening. We're here at the Razorback Foundation adjacent to the lineup for the Hogpen and Bomb Stadium. Stay tuned. Much more coming up in our final hour. The key to life is motion, and the key to motion is food. Well, superfood, to be more precise, made by nature. It's loaded with stuff that tastes amazing and is actually good for you. That's why at Everbowl, we created a menu of tasty bowls filled with good-for-you stuff that has been around forever. Pattaya, acai, matcha, cacao, and more. You can choose from a selection of local favorites, or you can go crazy with our customizable whatever bowl to create your